Hey everyone, welcome to the Filmmaking Bros Podcast. Uh, we got a new episode today, it's going to be awesome. I am one of your hosts, Richard Bloomer, and I am with my co-host, Will Walker. Hello, hello, how y'all doing? So today, we're going to talk about a fun topic and an important topic, and that is the number one way to burn out as a filmmaker. You know, Will, what does this mean to you? And like, I guess, what would you say about that? Like, how would, how, what's the number one thing for you, like burning out as a filmmaker? It just reminds me of kind of like when I got started, super passionate about it, had finally figured out like I could do this my whole life and had never, never felt that way before, never felt that way about anything I had done um, like career wise and, or even hobby wise, um, even had played college, college athletics and things like that. And I was like, still in some part inside of me, I was like, nah, this is cool and all, but it's still not my favorite. Like found this and absolutely fell in love with it. Um, and then right when I got started, like it was every night I was up till one till three getting stuff done. Cause I still had a day job. I wasn't sleeping. I had no margin in my life, stopped stopped working out. Um, it started taking precedence over everything. Um, didn't, and I was a little younger, so like I could handle that that more, like the, the wear and tear on my sleep schedule and on my body. And my wife was pregnant at the time, so she was sleeping all the time anyway. So um, when she was asleep, I was working. And, um, but I would say one of the biggest things to cause burnout is, uh, lack of margin in your life. There's, you don't give yourself any time for anything else. Like, I, I, I'd like to look at this. Yes, this is a business. This is, yes, I have systems. I have processes for what I do. I have different techniques, but it's still, I kind of view it as art in a way. Like I, I put my heart into some of this stuff and I can't, you can't go full tilt all the time. You got to take a step back you gotta, you gotta pray. You gotta reflect. You gotta do something else and then come back to it and then see it in a different light. Um, that's what I would say. One of the big things for me is that, and I'm still learning it now. Like my biggest thing for this year is that I need to create a little bit more margin in my life. My kids are getting a little bit bigger. They're gonna need some more of my time uh, coming up in extracurriculars and just help around the house and just developing them and spending time with them and. I also want to create more margin to go on trips, to take them on trips, to go shoot some uh, passion projects of my own that I can kind of get a little bit more fulfillment from. Um, so yeah, biggest thing for me, I would say right now is, is margin. I need some more margin. What about you, Richard? I want to, I want to, I want to dig in a little deeper to you here. You know, okay. what is, uh, I want you to explain a little bit like what, what is margin? You know, what does that mean exactly? You know, because I'm just, I guess I'm interested in, in like, if you were to frame it with a different term, like, what would that be? Yeah, I'll just say time. It's just a, margin is just a big thing for, like, basically just sectioning off time to not do something. So, um, so it's basically like free time or just, I'm, I'm just working on not spending almost all of my extra time outside of meals and family time on on my craft on my work um and actually i'm learning that it's create it's it's helping it, it's having a positive influence um on my work I'm, I'm getting 
everything's improving. My processor processes are improving. My art's improving. But when I talk about margin, it's just uh, basically not not allowing myself just to have my head in my work all the time. It's basically getting it out, making myself work out every day, making myself uh, reading a book, reading books, going on small trips with my family, with my brother, going on walks with my kids, with my family, just just to um, create more room in my life, basically. Is that still confusing? No, no, no. Like, what? then what is, like, I guess what makes you, you know, you want more time, then what is making you not have more time in your work? Like, what, what are you taking on in your work that is, like, not allowing for you to have that margin in that time um it's i'm finally starting to say no to some things so there i i I believe i'm past the startup mode for business um in startup mode where in the first couple years where everything's starting i have i'm starting with zero zero money very little money and i'm just saying yes to everything um I'm saying yes to things that I don't know how to do and I'm figuring out. I'm saying yes to any wedding that comes along, portrait session, out, things outside of out of outside of videography and cinematography that I that I would that's kind of what I'm advertising, but I'm saying yes to producing podcasts for people. I'm saying yes to everything possibly that I can to build up money, to save money, to step out on my own, to be able to then put food on the table for couple years and and work to establish myself I'm starting to say no to certain things and only the only yes to things that I know will like build up my company in ways that I want to go um and and will also give me fulfillment in my work um and and that I can advertise to do more things that point towards what I want to do do like, uh, like if I wanted to go towards doing docs, I'm going to do some short stories. I'm going to do some things like that, uh, or just different stylized work. Yeah, no, I think that's, uh, that's good. And it's, it's, it's super important to figure out what exactly you want to do. So then you can, you know, have that more time for filling with other things. Yeah. And I mean, and honestly, I'm, I'm like five or six years into doing this now, like full, full time. I'm like, Year five, I'm finally in the time where like I can start saying no to some things. Like, maybe, maybe, probably I could have done it a year earlier, starting saying no to certain things. But um, I would say then, yeah, if I've got two tips right now, is create more margin and then say no to things that you you don't want to do or or aren't in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, you know, to be honest, like. I'm still learning a lot about this. You know, I just started my video production company like six months ago. So like I'm, I'm definitely not like the best. I'm not a 100% expert on, you know, giving exactly how not to burn out, you know, but you know, I've, I've been doing this for a good amount of time. So I, uh, working for other companies and honestly making a lot of free, free videos for people. <laughs> But like, yeah, no, I think that that 100% is, I, I agree with for sure. Yeah. You know, what about you? What does it look like for you? You know, what I would say for me is like the number one way to not burn out in, in filmmaking 
and just doing your work in general is like, man, just do what you want to do. Like create what you want to create. And when you do that, like you'll be happy with, with what you're making. But like, you know, honestly, I've, I still pick up, you know, I'm in this, this point in my, you know, career where I'm trying to figure out, do I want to go full-time, you know, health, fitness, wellness route, or do I want to take on other jobs and do some other things? Um, and, you know, I think I'm, I'm kind of in between that to where, yes, I'm, I'm trying to create more health, health and fitness content because at the end of the day that fulfills me a lot and it makes me happy and, and I don't burn out all the time doing that. Um, but I like these other projects as well because, um, a lot of times it's stuff that I've never done before. And so the number one way for me to not burn out is to keep doing things that are challenging you and making you uncomfortable as, as a person in work in filmmaking. If you are doing the same thing, creating the same content over and over and over and over again, most people, maybe not every every per, like person, but most people get kind of bored, and it's you don't want to edit that video again. You don't want to edit that highlight reel or that event video again, or you know that stand up, you know talking head video again. Like you want to do something different, and so I always try to make sure whether it's a with a passion project or with its you know making just a random video for the CrossFit gym, that it's something different that I've never done before. And that always excites me. Um, that always keeps me kind of like my creative juices flowing. And, um, I don't find that that point of being burned out. And I I love the way that you, you put this actually. Um, because I, you, before I viewed burnout as like being so overwhelmed and so tired, um, that like, I, once I finish all this stuff, I'm done. And I love how you're, you're viewing burnout as like someone who's just fed up with what they're doing. Like if someone's like only doing weddings, they're like, Oh, I am so sick of doing weddings. I want to do something else, but, um, I, I I want, I don't, I want to do something else. I I love the way you're talking about it. Yeah. Like, you know, for example, for me is that I think what Will said too is saying no to what you don't want to do. I mean, that is extreme, has extreme importance. Um, and that comes to like, you know, whenever you do work and you find it kind of boring, maybe you should quit doing that work. Um, but like when I first started, I never, you know, thought I would, you know, for some reason I thought that I was going to, you know, have this uh, web design, photography, video, marketing business that had that did it all and like, i i thought that i was going to do it all i was going to do the marketing i was going to create their website i was going to take the photos for them and i was going to do the video that's a lot of stuff and i tried to do that like i would start honestly I, I started making websites for people um and when i first did that it was a lot of fun you know because it was challenging it was something new but then the, there's just a certain point where it was like it took me t- two weeks to like just sit down and open it up and start, you know, working on it. And I, I just came to the realization. I was like, you know what? You don't want to do this. (laughs) This is not something that you want to, you know, be involved with, you know? And so it was the same thing with taking photos for me. Like 
I started taking photos way more than I did shooting video. Like I didn't think I was ever going to shoot video. Um, and so I took a lot of photos and then you get to a certain point where, you know, people are, Hey, can you take my portraits? Like, can you, um, shoot this? Can you shoot this product? You know, these products, uh, photography. And I just came to a point where I was like kind of fed up shooting photos for people and it wasn't exciting. Like I didn't want to go back and edit them, like edit, you know, the photos I just took. It was more of a chore than it was something that I wanted to do. And so it, it, it would burn me out. It would burn me out. Yeah. Um, and now I get so many people asking me, Hey, do you take photos? Like, um, Hey, like, do you do this? And I just say, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I would don't... say, I would say one thing though, um, if it's something that you don't want to do or don't have time to, um, but <clears throat> I would say there are some exceptions. So if you need more work, one, like, yeah, you may want to say, you may want to consider that. <laughs> but also if you're, if you're busy, um, price it high, like go high and you're not going to lose anything. You're either going to gain a lot uh, of money, <laughs> possibly, uh, if they say yes, and that that can be great motiv- a, a great motivator for one job. Um, but uh, if they say no, then you can just say, "Well, I was going to say no anyways," and move on. Sorry, Richard. I yeah, I, no, I, I agree with that, man. I really do. I mean, I try not to do that all the time, um, but it's definitely true. But like, honestly, to a very like a certain extent to me, like you were to pay me ten thousand, like a hundred thousand dollars to shoot photos, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it, you know, like I, some people I, have those things. Like, there's, I'm not sure I would want to. Like, I'm not gonna create your website because I don't want to. Like, unless like, really, I don't care what you're gonna pay me. I don't want to. I'm the same. There are certain things for certain people. It's something else for me, um, but yeah, I totally agree. But you know, this really, this is making me kind of change, like feel a little different about it. You know, in particular, this is something that the things that I don't like to do. Yeah, but I think Will and I would both agree these things are extremely important. Yep, having a website is extremely important. Having yep. good photos is extremely important, and I'm passionate about knowing that that is extremely important. So, you know, I know that you know we're saying that, um, you know, saying that we don't want to do those things or we don't like making websites. I personally, I did those things because I think that they're so important. I just didn't find like the drive and the passion for me to create those. Yeah. But I think what a smarter move could be for if you're that person that feels that way about a certain, uh, you know. Maybe it's running audio or maybe it's, it is making videos outsource those things or partner with someone that loves doing that thing and create a team that where like, you're going to excel and and blow up. You know, it's like, don't, don't count just because you don't want to make a website. Don't just exit that out of your life and you never want, you know, have to do any, anything to do with it. You know, often people come to me and they want they want uh graphics made or they want like, you know, animations and stuff. And I think that that's extremely important to have in your videos. If, if that's something that, you know, helps the story and, and makes sense. I've tried to, to learn a lot of after effects stuff and it, it kind of burns me out personally, 
but I have a, a, a great guy that I, I use all the time if, if I need, need that done and I'm happy about it. I, I, that is, that can be a huge fault of mine is like, if I don't do it, like <clears throat> find someone else. Um, it, it's a huge fault that like, I, sometimes I get stuck in the one man band, one man, I, I try to do everything type thing where outsourcing it and creating a team is huge. And that's a good way to grow as a business. Like you're, <clears throat> if anything, you're still going to make money off of it. Don't worry about that. You can always, you can say you're going to use your, uh, your graphic designer and you're, you're going to be like, they're going to get paid. You'll probably get to pat it for yourself and make a little money off of it too. Cause you're going to be communicating back and forth with the client and them. Um, but creating a team is so big and it's such, such a good, it's so valuable and it's such a big thing. Um, because when you're working with someone else, it's just, uh, it's hard to put words how important that is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is something that like, I know for me, I'm learning so much about this. Um, and this is why I recommend anyone to like go after what your dreams are and what you want to do and understand that you don't know everything and like you're not going to be perfect down the road like we're not perfect with you know all the stuff that we do now we've learned a lot throughout the like you know doing this but like man you know I love this because we learn over time you know kind of our weaknesses and how we can get better and how we can improve and like that excites me just in general about about this what would you say about, you know, because I, I don't want to tell people to not go and do certain things. Oh, because, no way. Because, like, you know, I feel like you got to start so out to do other stuff. Yeah. I, I feel like you have to start, you got to start somewhere. Like, you were saying something similar. Like, one of our first clients, yeah, they hired us for a video, but right. Well, one of my first clients was a video project, but then right after that was a huge website we were building for uh, for a church, and that was one of my first clients. And very soon after that, and a couple other smaller websites after that, I learned very quickly I don't want to do websites, and that 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 was priceless to me just to know like, you know what, I'm uh I'm not going to do websites anymore. I'm gonna outsource I'm gonna outsource that to my brother. And he's going to do all the websites and he's going to do graphics because actually he really loves doing that. Um, I also learned like, I hate photographing weddings. I love, oh, I, I wouldn't say love. <laughs> the most challenging but, thing of all time. Weddings, yes. Photographing I wouldn't, weddings. I wouldn't say love, but like I enjoy videoing weddings more than I do photographing. So anytime someone asks me to photograph a wedding, I say, sorry, but uh, my photographer does, Wes, my brother, he shoots it, and you can hire me alongside him to do shoot video. And um, I completely agree, Roger. Like, uh, not Roger, Roger. I was talking to Roger. Roger, right Come before on, bro. this. I'm sorry. Come I was on, talking dude. to Roger right before this. I'm so sorry. Roger that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, I completely, <laughs> I completely agree. You got to start somewhere, um, or you're not going to learn. Like, you're not going to learn where you need to go. Um, you're, you're going to, uh, always be trying to figure out what you, what you want to do, what you need to do. And you're never going to step a foot out. Just similar to what we've talked before is like, you got to get out and shoot what you want to shoot to figure out what you, how you shoot, what you like to shoot, what you need to improve on. 
if you don't get out there and, and figure out what you're going to do, you're never going to get, you're never going to do it. Um, you're never going to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, all this kind of is like a, it's like the circle of life almost, but maybe not, but you know, and we talk about, we talk about this a lot on this podcast, you know, and we talked about it our last episode. If you want to figure out what you're passionate about first, you need to go do things, you know? And I think that do stuff sometimes and sometimes like in the world that we live in, we feel like that we should already know like what we're passionate about when we're 20 years old. No way. <laughs> but like, there's no possible way that you're going to know what like you actually like care about and what, you know, what, what you love doing. You know, I think one person that I learned a lot from just listening to his podcast is Gary V and Gary V, you know, he speaks a lot to kind of like a younger crowd and they're like these 23, 20 year olds feel like that they need to know what they want to do with their life at such a young age. And it's like, he's like, no, like go get jobs, go different, th do different things. Like go experience, you know, the world of doing uh, like yep. other jobs and others, you know, work at a coffee shop, go coach something, you know, go work at a bank, you know, learning these things and, and doing this stuff, you're going to figure out what you enjoy, what you don't like, but understand that like whenever you, <laughs> you find that you don't like a certain thing, well, just don't do it. Like, yeah, don't do it or outsource it or find another person that would fill the, the film yep. issues better. Or if there's someone in your, in your city or, or your town, like outsource it to that person and benefit them, you know? Yep. So like, first off, if you want to find what you're passionate about, you need to go and shoot other other jobs. Go shoot a wedding. Go shoot a, a live event. Go shoot a music a music video. Go shoot corporate video. Go do a narrative project. You know, go shoot a documentary. Do something in fitness. Like when you do more of those things, you're gonna figure out what you actually care about. And then from there, like, but if you know that you don't like weddings then don't keep on taking on weddings anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. because you're just setting yourself up for failure long-term where you could be making the jump to doing what you actually want to do yeah. like faster by just saying no, even though you, maybe you, maybe you will, you will lose a couple, like a thousand dollars or something. Yeah. But you I know, think, uh, it, it depends on your situation. Ultimately, yeah. like what Will said, like if you need to make money, if you gotta, you gotta pay the bills, you gotta like feed your family if you need to make money 100%, like there's times where I, I like to call it um, either you have a meal deal. So you're doing the job <laughs> to get them. You're doing a job to get the meal or you're doing what ultimately what we all want is a real deal. And the yeah. real deal is getting paid and doing something that you really want to do. Yeah. I was uh, watching one of Mark Bones uh, YouTube, YouTube videos and he was talking about... Um, how he had a wedding, a wedding schedule to shoot um, video on a, on a weekend, but then he he lives in Canada somewhere, and he uh, for the same weekend, several weeks beforehand, they he got called to work on one of the Transformer movies. Like he oh, had yeah, been, yeah. he had learned how he had studied in film school, like how to specifically work with certain three D cameras and whatnot. I. I something way above me and he uh he basically he had to say no to transformers because he had said yes 
to doing the wedding, he was like, I couldn't say no because I'd already committed and like total props to him for, for doing that. That was the right move. But the moral of his video was, <clears throat> he said from then on, he was like, I said no to, I said no to every single wedding. He was like, from that point on, I will not do any more weddings because he was like, I, I need to grow. I need to grow as a filmmaker and go in the, in the direction that I want to do. He said that was just kind of like, that was the, the stop sign for him telling him, no more weddings. Those weddings are stopping now, and um, I, I'm going to be doing and focusing on other things. Um, so, it's kind of just learning. It's you got to start. You got to start somewhere, and you're going to learn what to say yes, and you're going to learn what to say no to. Yeah, yeah. And the shout out to wedding videographers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and filmmakers. Not bashing you. We we're not bashing you. We're sorry. We keep on bringing using weddings to. <laughs> They're just not our favorite. To, like it's I'll not still our favorite thing. But like, there's people out there that love weddings, and like, there's a lot of great storytelling and like the emotions that you can get out of, you yeah. know, your couples and stuff. So like, to wedding videographers, I'm sorry if we're if we are. <laughs> Um, we'll find being hard some, on you right now. We'll find someone else to bash at some point. Weddings, I, I, I will say this: weddings have been one of the best ways for me to learn how to shoot video and how to like be a, like a filmmaker. And like, oh my gosh, like they. I think I've shot a couple like a good amount, but they have been probably one of the biggest tools for me to learn and like yep. actually grow because like I was. <laughs> You know, shooting a ceremony and shooting a highlight, you know, real yeah. and trying to, you know, I'm by myself. I'm trying to run audio. I'm trying to light and make sure that there's somewhat of lighting and I'm running like two other cameras and find the drone. It's like, that's a lot of stuff, you yeah. know, but like yeah. learning how to do all those things makes you so much better, like with everything else that you've done. And oh man, I could talk about weddings a lot because they've helped me so much. We should, probably have a, to, we should probably have an episode just about weddings. Oh, I know. I know. Maybe we should hold off, but I'll, I'll, yeah. I got to end this last point, though. Okay. Weddings okay. have made me, weddings have helped me so much uh, in terms of like, I'm outdoors. It's 12 o'clock at noon, and I have to find a place to film this couple and make them look good. Yes. Good point. Yep. So I'll stop at that, but shout out to wedding videographers. Yeah, we love, we love you because we don't have to do it because you do it. Yes. You guys are awesome. <laughs> and the man, wedding photographers too. Oh, Shooting man. a wedding and being like a photographer is like one of the most challenging jobs. Oh. I've only done it one time and I had the help of my wife, which is yeah. kind of funny that she helped me because she does nothing in the creative world. But like, uh, but like, oh my gosh, that was so stressful. There, that's and that's I my favorite that. part about being a videographer is that I literally don't have to do anything as well like along the lines of like posing or anything. I literally am like I'm just like shooting shoot over the, the I'm shooting over the <laughs> photographer's shoulder the entire time. I never had like I could do it and not say a word to anything the entire entire day. Uh, if That's I so if nice. I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> I always I always tell photographers if they shoot weddings like I have so much respect for you as a oh, person yeah. because it is so hard to shoot weddings and like just doing like photography in general can just be yeah. so hard, especially yeah. if you're like working with people a lot and doing like, you got to make sure they pose the right way that looks flattering. Yep. I mean, you do all this stuff in video too, of course, but for some reason for me, it just is more fun. I don't know why. Totally. Totally agree.
Yeah. Well, sweet. Yeah. Well, I think I think we've talked a lot about this today, and it's been really good. So we're going to end on a question, another question today. Um, Richard, what have you been watching? I'm talking like Netflix, cinema, movies, TV series that has caught your eye that you've been somewhat studying, if you want to say, or has kind of you've been wondering what how they do that, or just basically it's been uh influential to you like what what have you been looking at that you've been like whoa that's sweet i need to i want to study that more yeah so i like documentaries you know i hope to make some cool documentaries someday maybe um one you know some documentaries i watch and they i just they're just not very entertaining to me they're kind of kind of boring in a lot of ways but the the one thing that i've been watching that has like really caught my eye and is been really fascinating and i highly recommend you need to go watch this documentary i think it's one of the the greatest documentaries um that you could watch is the last dance and it's michael jordan's it's michael jordan like basically a documentary about michael jordan his kind of career and him you know building up to the person that he was and you know they talk about the drama of their teams and you get to know their kind of their teammates on a deeper level and it is just a masterpiece of how they created that and for me I guess I love sports I like to watch sports um like for me it's cool too because I was born you know in the 90s and that's kind of like when he was like he was almighty Michael Jordan like winning all those uh winning all those championships the NBA titles and so, like, I didn't really get to fully experience that as a kid, like, to the fullest yeah. of, like, understanding what was going on. And so getting to watch this documentary is cool to kind of see, like, wow, like, Michael Jordan was, like, Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's been that's been cool. Just it's a really well-crafted piece um, and organized and, like, how the, they've used this archived footage. I mean, there's so much archived footage, but, like, I also love getting to see – all their interviews that they've done and like how they like their interviews and how they're using different elements now that we can use like an iPad to like help tell the story better by like showing a clip of what someone said and getting their reaction to what they said, you know, yeah, all these little things that man, they, I've enjoyed it. It's been fun, fun to watch that. Awesome. What about you, Will? Um, I would say a movie that I just watched recently with my wife, um, uh, have you seen Moneyball, the movie with Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill? I haven't. So, um, what's I I I think it's a, an incredible movie. And if I talk to my dad, my brother, other people, they're like, "Oh, one of the best movies ever." Um, it's it's the I would say it's not filmed like super interesting in a super interesting way or lit in a crazy way, but. Um, they just they tell the story in a in a great way. Um, if even if you look at the description of the movie, you'd be like, "Oh, it's all about it's all about baseball statistics and managing a baseball team." And there's there, even there's very little like gameplay in the movie. It's all it's all the back scenes, like managing the team, managing the players, trading players, and things like that. Um, the way they tell the story about the general manager of the baseball team is is great how they paint that story they give backstory on him they splash throughout and uh it's just acted in a great way and um i loved 
watching that. So if you have if you have a minute, I'd say watch that one because it's it's the storyline is excellent in that movie. Well, everyone, thanks for uh, listening in on the Filmmaking Bros podcast. Um, again, it it means a lot to us. You know, we do this for fun because it's fun to do it. It's fun to talk about stuff. We're not trying to do this because we're trying to be famous or have anything like that. This is just fun, uh, Will and I getting to talk together. So just thank you for listening in. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, if you could, it'd be cool if you, like, left a review. Um, say something nice if you want to. So, cool. But y'all have a wonderful day, wonderful morning, wonderful evening, and a wonderful week and weekend. And we'll talk to you later. <laughs>